Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Emory School. I am Jackson. I'm joined by Molly. Hi, it's me, Molly. Hello, and we are going to continue our quest uh, to find out what happens in the comics of Coheed and Cambria's Amory Wars and listen to the songs. It's done. Look, if you're not listening to this podcast and you... If you're listening to this for the first time, what the fuck are you doing? You should go back to the beginning. You're going to be so lost. Yeah, You're going to be so um, lost. It's not friendly if you don't start at the beginning. And frankly, it's not friendly in general. Yep. It, it is not friendly in general, but... Uh, we're back. It's, it's good. Ap- we're looking at the comic Good Apollo. I'm Burning Star Four, Volume One, from Fear Through the Eyes of Madness. Oof. Um, last time we did issue two, uh, and this time we were going to do issue three, but we're not now. We're doing what we used to do, and we're going to split up some of the summaries. Um, so this time we're doing the rider sections of issue three and four, and next time we'll do the Claudio sections. Uh, of issue three and four you will understand why and what that means as we go through it you will um, you will understand very quickly i think <laughs> why we yes. have to do this yes yes you will um uh so th- what that means today is that i'm just going to read out the previously on from issue three it doesn't actually matter for a lot of what we're doing but here's the state of the universe so it says as Claudio's power begins to deepen, his connection to the creator is simultaneously intensifying, but Ambelina and Chase disagree on what that means for Heaven's Fence. Meanwhile, Ryan is enthusiastic about Mayo's suggestion to utilize the flies for administering their updated virus. Thus, they've enlisted a familiar face, Dr. Dervine, to start the sinister process. No one remembers Dr. Dervine. Who the fuck is that idiot? Familiar face? This is assuming a lot. Anyway. Ryder's hallucinations continue to escalate as he refuses to visit a doctor for his injured hand and declining mental state. Inferno and Claudio are poised to have a long overdue conversation about Coheed and Cambria after an explosive fight on the bridge of the Grail Arbor. Um, but what matters for us today is that Ryder is just completely losing it, hallucinating, uh, and sitting in his like completely fucked up empty house. Uh, yep, it's uh, it's a sad state of affairs for our friend Ryder. Uh, so where we meet him today, he is scribbling on on paper, scribbling like lines from the the um, uh, from the story down on paper, like not being able to get it right, throwing them everywhere. Uh, and he sees a cat on the windowsill, right exactly as he writes the words "I hate cats," and he tells the cat, as if as if he didn't know that he hated cats, he says. Get out of here, stupid cat. I hate Ryder. I hate him with my whole life now. He's my enemy. I mean, he sucks a lot. We, this sucks is a lot. established. Yeah, I know, but now I hate him more. Because he hates don't cats? Talk, don't be mean to cats, ever. Damn straight. Mm-hmm. Who hates cats? Who would have it in them to hate cats? I, like, why is it... So, quick aside. Why is it that people who hate cats are like, all the way, hate cats, will kill cats... Why is that? Whenever somebody's like, I'm not a dog person. It's just like, all right, yeah, I'm not just big on dogs. And then people who hate cats just really hate cats. You know cats don't love you when they actually just want you to die. Yeah, Just obviously. thought I'd bring that up right now. <laughs> yeah, let's just throw that in there. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, I get it if you're allergic to cats, but yeah, cats are good. Cats are so cute. I love cats. Are cats are very good. They're powerful. Pro-cat podcast. Shocking. <laughs> Hot takes. Um... And then he hears a noise, and he goes, Erica, maybe she's come, but she can't see me, like... And then we see a shadow on the wall. That looks and like a goat. It does look like a goat, you're right. 
and then there's a horrible crash it's like the window breaks mm-hmm. um but it's not clear if the window's actually breaking or you know everything happening in the rider story is like don't don't take it as happening yeah it's um, it's a lot Okay, before we go too much further, the thing that I should bring up that I have been requested to mention by M uh, is that this entire comic, and it's like uh, breaking down the fourth wall, both the creator and the character are like present in the book and like their relationships are being, you know, lots of dead wives, lots of things reflecting in the story. Apparently it's just a huge ripoff of uh, Grant Morrison's Animal Man and like the context of writing a comic book like that. They've just written that again. I've never read Grant Morrison's Animal Man run, but... Um, yeah, no, I got nothing, but I believe it. I've I believe told it. about Grant Morrison's Animal Man. But... Yeah, I'm not the biggest Morrison fan from the other stuff I read, so I haven't like sought this out. Sure. Uh, but, yes. But, in the comic, uh, Clark... Or excuse me, not Claudio, the writer, uh, he kicks his front door out, yells, who are you? Sees that his shed door is partially open and that there's a single tire track leading out. And he looks inside and asks the most important question in comics history. Where the hell's my bike? His bike has gone walkies or I guess wheelies. <laughs> wheelies. <laughs> his bike it is gone. It was sick, dude. Sick wheelies. Ah, uh, Yes. And then he turns around uh, as he searches for his bike um, and he sees a house, a big house and multiple planets in the sky. And Mm -hmm. in the front yard next to his is Claudio. Is Claudio saying, hello, Apollo. Where should I begin? Where should I begin? And he's like, what? What is this? What is this? Uh, Can I he just goes, say, this yes. picture of Claudio where he's saying, where should I begin, is maybe the worst drawing of him ever. <laughs> oh, it's a mood. His face is, he's on some real next level art here. Yikes. Oh, it's such a, it's such a mood, as they say. He's high as hell. He's extremely He doesn't give high. a fuck. Uh, so yes, and he's like, oh, how old are you in people years now, Apollo? Pushing 100? Uh, and we realize that we are witnessing the opening of the comic In Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3. <clears throat> yep. And Ryder, Ryder is watching it happen. And he's, and he's like, wait, I wrote this. At which point... The, the this like vision disappears and someone starts singing so, i guess so <laughs> there is a weird ominous red speech bubble but it has like musical notes around it um come follow me the one who writes to the end of days through the dark and light yes. your veil makes hidden their world unseen but their blood is yours as their god you'll be uh so why is erica's house here <laughs> Don't ask me. You're the one who wrote it. Wait, Perfect. what are you? What does it look like, writer? And then we turn the page. I'm a fucking bicycle. And Demon Horn's bicycle made out of a skeleton is here. Huge, like, fucking, uh, like, 90s metal doom-looking bicycle uh, <laughs> with a uh, uh, goat skeleton head uh, and just completely on fire. By the way, it's entirely on fire. It's, it's like entirely made of flame. on fire. Um, and yes, this, this is, this is the bicycle that we've been alluding to. It is the bike. I'm so happy we made it here. We made it to the bike. 
this has all been worth it now because <laughs> 10 speed the bicycle is here what does it look like writer i'm a fucking bicycle <laughs> <laughs> well i can't believe okay i need to mention that they did this once there is a, a former older graphic novel for yes. good apollo we will be this reading this ex- this one like when we finish this this uh this one yes but this exact scene is in it and I just cannot believe they kept it. He's it's, a fucking bicycle. He's a fucking bicycle. I'm so happy. I've never been happier. And, th- and then this evil like bis- bicycle hallucination starts talking to him and is like, but let's put aside the obvious for the moment. I know how we can end this. And uh, Ryder is like so put off by this bike. He's like, I don't know you. He's like, and what? And the the, the story, like, you twit. <laughs> <laughs> so we go from I'm a fucking bicycle to you twit. I mean you the story. You idiot. You moron. You, you fool. You, you twit. <laughs> you twit. <laughs> he called him a twit. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Ryder says, I don't need any help. I already have an ending in mind. And he's like, lying. I don't buy it. If you had an ending, what reason would I have to be here? And then Ryder's like, well, uh, I guess you must be in my imagination. I've seen what she's done to you. Miss yeah. Sarah Court. <laughs> it's like <laughs> laughing around. Like, so some of, some of them, uh, 10 speeds, uh, like speech rebels have like laughing, like ha 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 around them, but not in like the place of where it's not like he's pausing to give maniacal laughter. They're just like around some of the speech bubbles. Yeah. No, it, <laughs> it doesn't give like a sense of pace. Evil. It's yes. just weird. Yes. Yes. Uh, and the bike asks, how does one so beautiful become so evil? Uh, and we see her brushing her hair through the window because we can't stop being creeps to women ever. Ever. Never again. Never can we stop. <laughs> This is like three books solid where we've seen a girl like brushing her hair through a window while somebody like wistfully sighs well, outside of it. One of these panels literally has uh, Erica in the window on the left. Uh, oh, and, and Amelina in the window on the, the right. Window on the right? Yeah. I don't know. Something's going on in the fiction. I assumed that was going to be um, Nuo because the thing he's witnessed, like the, the fictional thing that's happening to him is he's seeing In Keeping Secrets, which is outside of Nuo's house. Yes. So I don't know why Ambelina's there, but that is clearly someone with blue skin in this drawing. I so- feel like they're almost trying to rewrite the part where Nuo is his high school sweetheart and like try and replace her. Hey, forget about Nuo. We're talking about Erica and Ambelina now. Yeah, but no, because Erica and Ambelina are like a parallels. And he's yes. like, how does one so beautiful become so evil? And he's like, oh, she's not evil. The bike just starts to let's explore what simple emotion turns man into a beast. Uh, ah, and then yes. Avenged Sevenfold's Backcountry starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to so uh, Ten Speed sets the entire house on fire. First of all, the one the one that Ambelina is in, it's on fire now. Uh, and we cut to uh, when, like, Erica. When we say cut to, like the fire dissolves to the new location. Yeah, we just. We enter the new location. It's just it's just a jump. Uh, yeah. And we see Erica making out with a dude in a car. Uh, and I gotta bike... say, this dude's got a bad haircut. He's got an awful haircut. It's bad. 
He's fucking got the neo-Nazi haircut. He does have the neo-Nazi haircut, you're right. He totally Shit. does. Fuck. Yeah. So he sees he sees her making out, and then the uh, fucking... Punches his fist. The bike is like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Claudia's clutching his fist, and the bike goes, you can do this. Ah, yes. Jealousy. Because the bike is fucking Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> do it. <laughs> do it. It's like, ah. Oh. The dark the- side of, a por- of the Force <laughs> is a pathway to many abilities, some consider to be unnatural. <laughs> As he's, like, clenching his fist, like, oh, how dare she cheat on me. Uh, but, like, the way this goes, it is unclear if this is a flashback to like the vaguely implied cheating because for as much as this book likes to pretend that uh the reason um claudia is mad at her is for cheating it's never the we never see it we never feel that happen the actual conflict we feel and see is the stuff around his story which is clearly the stuff he actually cares about and so this is just like oh the idea of erica being with someone else is just repulses me it's not like a specific event it's just like oh i'm jealous i want her she mine yeah, we can't, it, even if this is her cheating on him, like, the events that have led up to this point, we can't, I don't know if this is a flashback, I don't know if this is something he's imagining, and chronologically, she's basically already broken up with him, so yep. if this is happening after that, it's, he's just mad that she found another guy already. Yep. Yeah, it's just, it's literally, it's, yeah, it's not played as like, oh, she lied to me. It is literally played as, oh, she's not here. She should be mine. As the bicycle is like, haha, yes, get extremely angry. I give in to your f- anger. <laughs> and he's like, why are you showing me this? That's Claudia. That's, uh, that's Ryder's voice. That's Ryder's voice. It's, it's perfect. Because uh, he's uh, such a dope as this bicycle shows him all these, like, evil things, like yeah. kissing. He's just so. <laughs> Uh, so we see Erica up in the window again now, uh, hugging this dude, and the bike is like, because a rider's the father of worlds, and fathers must always, always, always set an example. In killing her, you will find a way to tell the boy to follow. Hey, yo, whoa, chill. Uh, at which point Ryder says, you stay away, away from me, you're fucking insane. Uh, and he says, I'm insane, but you created me. Whoa. 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 <laughs> Edgy. Just that, like, fucking meme of the Shadow the Hedgehog logo that has been edited to say, Ow the Edge. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Claudio, uh, apparently, er, no, not Claudio, fuck. Ryder. Ryder, yes. Decides to get on a bus, which is now set on fire by 10 speed. Because this is all actually a hallucination. Uh, and how he goes home is he says, Driver, just take me home. Amory, drive, please. <laughs> not Boo. Fucking... Not allowed. Boo. No. Not okay. No. Not okay. He can't just live on Amory Drive. This is the least creative writer I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> he sucks. We all know he sucks. Yep. God. Um, God, what so a useless. He heads home. He heads home. Yes, he brings the bike inside his house. He fi- like it is clear that in the real world, what has happened is he has found his bike. <laughs> uh, he brings just a regular looking ten speed bike in his house and sets it up right next to his typewriter. Ooh, 
What a stupid thing to do. Because exactly two seconds later, when he's starting to write, fucking 10 speed appears on fire. (laughs) What's up? (laughs) I'm 10 speed. I'm back. So you're trying to write your back. Yep. Oh. Well, Ryder, what do we do about her? Why are you here? What are you doing in my house? My guy, you brought him home. Literally brought the book and set him up right next to your desk. Oh, God. You need to make a decision. I'm here to guarantee it happens. And he goes, I don't need your help. And he starts putting <laughs> a piece of paper in a typewriter. And we, the next panel is what is on the typewriter. And it says... Ambelina bursts into the room, beaming and throwing her arms around Claudio. <gasps> they're gonna get together. He's gonna they're write gonna, them getting together. They're gonna do the kissing. The two, so the two characters who are like uh, the love interest and the main characters, they're gonna hook up. That's the ending of the Amory Wars, everyone. Spoilers. Spoilers. They did uh, it. They made it. At which point, Ten Speed, who is the personification of the values of the Amory Wars, basically says, <laughs> "You disgust me, writer. Your softness makes my stomach turn. Don't you know why wives exist in fiction?" <laughs> <laughs> Kill the wife, writer. I'm adding all this. He just says, "Your softness makes your stomach turn." But yeah. the subtext of this is that he's like, "Kill her. You can't write a story and have them get together. She has to die." Uh, yeah, so we we see um, he asked, do you remember why she left? And he's like looking at the car as it drives away. And he's like, no, I don't. Wait, what, dude? Because you suck. Because you suck. It's because you're fucking a moron. Because you can't get it together. And it's, uh, we see a naked Ambelina, by the way. Or a naked prize, I guess, because this one has wings. It's probably supposed to be Ambelina. Uh, just on this page for no reason because there wasn't anything else to put in that panel apparently <laughs> i think the implication is i can't separate ambelina from erica that's why she left but oh yep. nope i don't remember actually but you know titties out titties out but ass naked <laughs> titties out with carefully placed hair over where the nips would be can't see those nipples don't look don't look he's like <laughs> oh you do remember why she why she left uh, and she's like, I don't need you. It's my fucking story. And he's like, it's ours. And from the looks of things, the story isn't the only thing you've been sharing. As she's like making out with this guy in the car again. And she's like, he's she's just a, a friend. Oh my God. Uh, what? Dude. And then Ryder <laughs> turns from his typewriter to a toy piano and goes, you, you got what I need. <laughs> <laughs> but you say he's just a friend. <laughs> But you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> but a year to make love, she wanted you to wait. <laughs> Man, why aren't we doing the Bismarck Key podcast? Why aren't we? Uh, and then he uh, like starts tackling the bicycle, and it cuts and between like bicycle? well, yeah, it cuts between the bike on fire whenever it's from Claudio's perspective, and then like the real world, just to show he's fucking imaginary fighting a bike. Yeah, uh, the best part of this. Oh, silly me! In that case, does she fuck all her friends? And he's like tackling this actual bike, going, "You piece of shit!" And he lifts <laughs> the bike in the air, ready to smash it into. As suddenly appearing in the door is. Of Erica. course, Erica Court going, Erica Court. what's going on, Ryder? 
Great question. Fantastic question. What a great question. God. And that's where we end it. That is to be continued. That is the end of issue four. We will do the Claudio side of issue three and four next time. Yeah, we'll 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 reunite the timelines very quickly here. Very quickly. But that is the tale of Ten Speed. The fucking uh, bicycle. He's a fucking bicycle. He's a fucking bicycle. Don't you, you got forget what it. I need. <laughs> I, I really don't buy any of the stuff but like oh she's been cheating on you and that's why you hate her like it's clearly I really don't it's clearly after the fact justification absolutely nothing in Erica's character so far suggests that she would like be dishonest to uh, Ryder when she's like basically says you need help and I want you to get help and you're rude to me and you fucking yell out the names of fictional characters while you're like having sex with me we can't be together when you're like this and she has clearly come back to check on how like mentally well he is like she's yes. done nothing but be nice and he's arguing with a bike about whether he should murder her <laughs> like and she knows that he's not doing well but it's just and his solution is hey you gonna marry me hey, hey. i bought a ring i bought a ring and i puked but, on the lawn <laughs> I puked on the lawn <laughs> God, what a uh, what a whole thing! But no, that is ten speed. That is ten speed. Um, you got thank you, everyone. We made it to not not the peak, but uh, this is a high point for this comic. Yeah, no, this is the like it's it's the fact that Ryder exists, and this is all a fucking like dual storyline Ryder created nonsense thing, and it's the fact that the way it explores the ideas of like, oh, what are you going to put in your story, and how's it going to reflect? Uh, the um like interiority of your mental state is all uh like all of that comes through the plot device of a, a death bicycle on fire yeah it, mm, love it love it uh, we got more to say about that but first it's time to hear a song song is called 10 speed open brackets of god's blood and burial <laughs> close brackets <laughs> yes yes this is We're... not just any 10 speed this is the 10 speed of god's blood and burial whatever the fuck that means can i tell you a quick aside about yes. this song's title uh this song is on it was one of the first dlcs for uh the original rock band game Yes, it was. Uh, and I, I had purchased that. And my Isn't dad it a cover? did not. It is a cover. It is a cover. <laughs> Great. Um, and my dad had never heard the song before, and he heard us play it, and he thought it was uh, 10 Speed of God's Blood and Bury Your Whore, which Close he's enough. pretty much right. That is literally, like, textually what happens in the first song. He got that it. <laughs> nailed it. He couldn't have known how correct he was. <laughs> he had no idea. <laughs> Uh, yep. This song pops. This song slaps. This, this song, song all of the owns all of the euphemisms that the kids use today to describe music being good. It's a great song. It is a fantastic song. Good solo. Good. Great good solo. Fun. Strong and the, riff. 
strong Good riff. Chorus. Uh, and the best spoken interlude a song has ever had. Oh, it's so... All right, well, okay. So before we hit the interlude, the song's good. Because I have to time this so that the interlude will play, and it probably hasn't yes, come course. up yet. It's later in the song. Right. Uh, <laughs> but you're about to hear a spoken interlude of a discussion. Just <laughs> a chat? Of a, just, a little, just a little scene. Uh, between two characters, uh, Ryder and Ten Speed, uh, notice that until this point, we have never had, aside from like two brief moments of him saying like "Good, hello Apollo, where should I begin?" Uh, at the beginning of In Keeping Secrets, we've never had like dialogue in the songs make it over. Like, it's mostly just completely nonsense lyrics that you have to kind of work out what's happening. No, direct. This is the most direct that it has ever been, and I guess it's playing now if I've edited it correctly. If you didn't understand that, uh, what happens is 10 speed begins and he's like, but are you going to kill her off? It's not your decision. I love the character. She stays. Yeah, well, the only thing love's done is put you in this position. I say kill her off. Yeah, but you say a lot of things. And how does that work? You're a bicycle. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so happy. Not a single bit of, like, actual context is given across any of the, like, other albums. This is the only time in the entire story that we get actual dialogue in the song. And it's, how does that work? You're a bicycle. No context, no irony, 100% serious. How does that work? You're a bicycle. (laughs) Believer, you're (laughs) lever. Oh, it's a... It's hilarious. I love this song. <laughs> it's a great song. Uh, but no, the thing that's really interesting about uh, 10 Speed and like trying with a lot of what we were saying last week about how like weirdly like a statement of intent this album uh, feels like, they literally have a character who is the manifestation of like the values of the text that says, no, you need to kill this fictional character in order to process your like emotions about this real breakup because like that's what he's like that is what tends to be saying is like no even though you weren't gonna kill like this fictional woman exists to be like the uh outlet for your trauma and your feelings around real women this is the appropriate way to process if you don't kill her off then you will forever be like hurt by this breakup and you must go through with this and that is the like core tension of the album and the comic is like oh he's like the creator has to kill off this woman because a bicycle told him to. Because a bicycle told him to. Oh that. my god. Yes. It's a lot. It's a lot. This Code and Carrier is is a lot always. As as the kids say, they are extra. They are <laughs> extremely extra. Just they're on another level when it comes to writing ridiculous bullshit. Yep, and um, yeah. So I yeah, I don't have a lot have more to say about this. Do you want to? Do we need to talk about any lyrics, or are we good there? I mean, I'll I'll read out some lyrics, but I just like the song's good. It is uh, more poppy. It's the first like pop song of this album. Um, yeah, it's kind of like four minutes long. Uh, there's not a huge like 
big solo like there was last time um they have turned the like the distortion way up uh on this album uh it's got a very different guitar tone sound um but it ends up working really well in this song i, I feel like it's just it's just a good uh like pop rock jam uh even though i feel like like code fans would f- find that a very mean thing to say about code and cambria but i i like the song a lot yeah, no, I, for some reason, they don't like it when we have mentioned, like, they do kind of cool pop songs. Apparently, yep. that's not a thing you should say about Coheed and Cambria. That's, that's what they do. That's what they do. Um, so let me find some lyrics here. Um, it says, okay, this is the second verse. Uh, if Ridden wrote me even, chance and the choice to save you, I wouldn't answer it if even had to ask. I, what? The hell? None of this... <laughs> let's go through that again if written wrote me even chance and the choice to save you okay i wouldn't answer if it even had to ask in her figure i've instilled a taste of my own to make it easier to take what life i'm owed so i mean that second lines there make a lot of sense he can't kill a real woman that's bad he'll kill a fake one (laughs) he'll kill the fake woman and that's okay because if if because yep. if the real woman can move on and live, then he's got to kill the fake woman because that's the one he has control over. Yeah, and so that makes the murdering fine and totally, like, emotional. Like, it's fine. This is She exists to be controlled by uh, him. That is how fiction works. So always take out your, like, uh, issues in your fiction without being self-aware about it that's just why they exist kill kill all fictional women <laughs> what a, god man dude it's, please yeah. just but you say he's just a friend <laughs> <laughs> just talk to somebody <laughs> please just admit you have bad feelings one time <laughs> You don't have to process your bad feelings through murder, be it real or fictional. You don't. You've done this twice now. It's no. This is the third album. This is not. This is not the twi- This has happened so many more times. I know. I know. But at this point, but now it is like intentional and stated by the bicycle as like the purpose of all fiction. <laughs> mm. God, Claudio, buddy. Buddy. I'm glad you've moved on from this. But Well, we'll see. We are not we yet, have so so many more albums to go. Yeah. Uh well that's that's ten speed of God's Blood and Burial. Of God's Blood and Burial. Of God's Blood and Burial. Um and that's it for this episode of the Amory Score. Thank you very, very much for listening. We'll be back next week or next time. It's two weeks. Um two weeks. Two weeks. Uh with the next with what happened in issue three and four on the you know in the fiction because yeah, that's the breakdown the, uh, in the next song that's, in the next song there's actually a lot to talk about there the song part i think because it's a little weird i'm gonna try and find some quotes that i know about that song okay uh, well we you there. do that uh and that'll be good i'm very excited this yes. is a good podcast but before we do that where can we find you on the internet uh, you can find me at your friend Molly with a Y E R on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at audioentropy.com where I do a bunch of other podcasts. And you can find me at patreon.com slash Molly Reinbeck. 
That's cool. You can find me at Headfalls Off on Twitter. You can find the other podcasts on the Abnormal Mapping Network at abnormalmapping.com. There is Abnormal Mapping. It is a game club at thebestgame.club. Second of the slog is a Star Trek podcast at starTrekPodcast.space. If you go to Patreon.com, you can subscribe for one dollar a month and get access to the Great Gundam Project. It is a very good show. Uh, it's good. You should subscribe to Patreon because we need it to live. Otherwise, we can't keep doing this. Give, give Jackson your fucking money. Give me money, please. Oh God. Uh, there's no one on new. There's fasted friends. There's so much stuff. Oh my God. I can't. I can't. I need to lie down. Plug zone every time. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. <laughs> it's a whole thing. But no, we both do a lot of stuff, uh, and it's all good. So thank you very much for listening, and I guess I'll play the song now. Please enjoy 10 Speed of God's Blood and Burial. I'm a fucking bicycle. You leave out in